the episode of OK Quinn, Let's Be a Podcaster. I'm your host, Quinn Dick. Uh, I do movie, TV show, cartoon reviews on this. You can find this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on your favorite podcast services. Just type in OK Quinn, Let's Be a Podcaster. Uh, I'm joined by a special guest. We're talking about Euphoria today. We got Josh Mann here. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. Always ready to talk about Euphoria. Definitely. If all that sounds interesting to you, uh, like like I said, please share it with your friends. Get notified. Uh, you can follow me at Quinn underscore Dick on Instagram, Twitter to keep up to date. And some future future exciting stuff I got coming in the coming in the Ooh. past. We got um, for Sunday. <clears throat> me and Peyton will be coming back, bullshitting around. You know, with March Madness is back. Um, so we, we're, we're going to do another, another tournament. It should be fun. So, um, Josh, you should join us that if you're interested. Oh It'll yeah. A lot I mean, of, what, uh, what are you guys fun. doing? Uh, we're going to do, it's a, it's a surprise. Actually, Peyton nope. doesn't even know. So we're going to, we're, okay. we're going we're gonna to do a, uh, like I said, we're going to do it. We're going to do another tournament. So people that like the tournaments, we're going to do, do another one. Ooh. It will be. It will be. I'll say this: It's St. Patrick's Day themed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick. All right. Well, you know, as the Irish blood in me, uh, I might have to have to have to get on to that. I think you should. Um. But yeah, other future reviews. Amphibia and Owl House are back tomorrow. Uh, I will be doing. <laughs> Episode by episode discussions of every episode that comes out starting tomorrow of each episode. So definitely check that out tomorrow afternoon. Uh, hey, got a bunch of food. Oh, I will be reviewing the Jujitsu Kaisen movie that just came mm-hmm. out. Um, and I will be doing a classic review, which is something I would like to do more in the future. But I will be doing a classic review because I just watched season one for the very first time um so definitely get excited for all that and other tv and movie reviews i got coming in i got cooking in the the future um but with all that out of the way uh this is your final warning now uh i mean it's been out for like i don't know the finale ended like at least two weeks ago so yeah yeah two or three weeks ago and it's you know the most like I think it was like besides Peacemaker, I think Peacemaker beat it out, but I think it was the most the second most streamed show in like January, February. So it's a popular show. So most likely everyone that's listening to this has seen the show already, has seen season two. Uh and very much so I'll say this about season two. If you like season one, you'll probably like season two. Uh if you didn't like season one? Well, you're not gonna like season two. <laughs> I could tell you that. Uh, it's not gonna change your. It's not gonna change your opinions on uh, the certain things. Let's just say. Um, but yeah, uh, I wanted to. I wanted to sit with the show a bit because it's one of those where I just didn't want to go off the cuff, give my thoughts. I wanted some time to sit on every episode because. Like, I love season one, and I love the special episodes. I think they're, like, great. But there's so much that happened this this show. So much. That I, I didn't want to just 
go off the cuff of the the finale because I just didn't want to have that recency bias because I was very high on it uh, at right. the, the moment. But now I want to be a little bit more. I want to try to be a little bit more critical of things because it's definitely got its flaws, you know. Oh, a thousand percent. Like most things do, but it's got. There's so much good about this this season. So agreed. Um, so I'm glad I get to discuss it with somebody else as well, uh, especially a Fourier fan as well. But uh, 100%. But yeah, Josh, uh, if I remember correctly, you started this around uh, around where where season one came out, right? Did you watch yes. this from season yeah, one? Yeah. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't watch it directly when it came out, but in between the special episodes in season one is when I got on, on board. Mm. Um, and I, I just kind of watched it. I thought it would be something, you know, pretty uh appealing to to me and my ex at the time and uh we definitely enjoyed it way more than we thought we were going to Mm. um season one i will say i didn't i didn't think i i realized how like emotionally attached i was going to be to these characters so i will say my season one uh viewing was was a little passive uh like i still know everything that happened and i I still you know uh was up to date with everything but like I can't say that I was like enthralled in season one, um, though I, I, I stand by that it's still a great season, and uh, you know, I, I recommend anyone to watch it. But it was it was really the special episodes, man. Uh, you might you might remember this, but when these special episodes came out, that was when I was like really like Quinn, you gotta get on this, like you you gotta, bro. This is the the things I'm seeing within these special episodes. I have not felt more emotionally connected to to characters just almost out of any tv show ever that i watched up to that point like it was that like just hard hitting for me you know what i mean and uh Mm. when season two came out i was uh i was really unsure if i was gonna like season two as much as those special episodes um but i'm happy to say that season two is fucking great in my opinion um i think uh you know even though I haven't seen season one uh, since the first viewing, um, I, I still feel like it's it's probably stronger than season one in in my opinion, just from what I what I remember. Um, and uh, this this season was a hard hitter for me for sure. Uh, there's there's an episode or two that you know I'm not a big crier. I'm not I don't I don't really uh, shed tears for for fictional characters too much. But uh, this one got me. This one got me for sure. Um, and I think it's because of the relatability. I think it's because of how well written the characters are, um, the cinematography, just capturing you know every moment with such such beauty, um, and and also disgust, <laughs> and uh, I just think it was a really really good season. Yeah, just to give my, <clears throat> my context. Uh, I did a I did a season one in, in the special episodes review a little while back around when season two came out. Uh, the first two three episodes came out of Euphoria, so. Go check that out if you want to hear me talk about that, gush about that. But um, <clears throat> I think I discussed it in that, but I was very much watched the first episode as soon as it came out. Uh, saw how, like, I was like, ooh, this is, this show's built different when when I was wa- watching this mm-hmm. and Ruse are. Because at first it starts out, I'm like, oh, here we go. Another emote, like, uh, Teen drama, but yeah, then, again, then they get into Rue's drug addiction. I'm like, all right, I need a, I, I can't watch this right now because 2019 was a pretty depressing year for me. Uh, 
Which which is unfortunate to say because 2019 was probably the best year of content I've ever seen in my life. There was so much good content in 2019. Uh, so, so I took a break on that. Uh, you know, I heard Josh and other people talk about Euphoria, talk about the special episodes, and talk about season two and how they've been lo- loving it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go back and watch it. And what I thought was going to be just a you know, just to watch an episode here and there was a binge of the whole season and the special episodes in like two days. It was a, it, it, it got me hooked. And I, I'm definitely more positive than, I mean, Josh is still very positive on season one. Yeah. I'm absolutely. very, I'm, I'm very positive. Season one, it's one of my favorite seasons of television. Uh, I thought I was very impressed by the show quite a bit. Um, I think I gave, I gave them a higher ranking, but uh, I gave both the special episodes a five out of five, which is something I don't I don't give too much. I think they were so good. I think even if you didn't know who these characters were, these are such the both of those were such great um, mini, almost like films where uh, yep. you're really getting to understand these two characters uh, and what they're all about in a beautiful way. Uh, in a well-written way, a well-directed way, a well-acted mm-hmm. way, um, and that's what the show the show is like. I'm just always fascinated by this show because, you know this this show you know a twenty four works on it and HBO, so it's one of those things that's like this is just a match made in heaven. And you got a person who who writes, directs, and, and is the creator of the show. Like that's just kind of a match made in heaven. Facts. Um, so you got you got like. So much the filmmaking is just mm. so great in this show. Uh, I think there's so many shots that are very creative. I love the color grading of the show. I love the sense of color in the show. I think Labyrinth's like soundtrack is in his score is or no, he doesn't do the soundtrack. He does the score, but Labyrinth score, uh, beautiful. I love the music of the show. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, definitely one of the the standouts. Um, and I think I just love the writing of every like character, and I love I love this this uh, excuse me this this season with the, with its problems. But I, I think for the most part, I think most of the characters like we continue on with. Despite like there was a lot of there's a lot of controversial stuff that happened with this specific s- season uh, between cast members and whatnots. But mm. with with that, we still got a really. St- great season and yeah some characters did not get some love this season or had a pretty weak um arc some people had character arcs that i didn't love i'll be honest with you uh, right. but for the most part i would say this was a really solid like great you know a fantastic season i'll even say for our characters and i am a crier uh if you all like <laughs> listen to this show I cry. I've cried many times just talking about something on this podcast. So I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not no stranger to crying about uh, series and movies and whatnot. So uh, let's just say I've probably cried almost every fucking episode of the, this season. Uh, what a this is an emotional roller coaster of a season. Um. Lot happens. It's just like I said, it's just built different. I love Euphoria. I think if you love 
just kind of like the last thoughts of this is like pretty much your final chance for non-spoiler stuff. If you really liked season one and the special episodes, then watch season two. Like, I, I don't think you'll regret it. I, I think it is. I will, I will agree. I think it is better with, despite its flaws. I think it is better than season one. Um, mm. And I'm I'm really looking forward to season three. I think it's one of the best shows in television right now, and I think you're missing out if you aren't. Now, of course, this season if you if you thought last season was dark, this season's even dark oh, yeah. as well. So, oh yeah. So it's not going to be for everybody. So just warning you there. Uh, they get pretty into the drug addiction in this season as well. They get into a lot of things. They get into sexual identity they get into uh like mental health is a big thing they discuss in this like like i said identity finding like who you are they get into a lot of tense topics in the show a lot of drugs uh a lot of um yeah so just 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 be just be warned uh that this 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 season doesn't change uh it's still very clear on what the show's about, but uh, let's finally get into this. Uh, this is a spoiler discussion. We're gonna go episode by episode. I figured that might that might be easier, and then we'll just kind of talk about each each thing. Uh, we'll start with episode one, trying to get to heaven before they close the door. Uh, this was directed and written by Sam Levinson. Uh, this is. We start off with the cold open of Fez uh, was taken in by his grandmother who like you introduced him to the drug trade. And I always love the cold opens. I think they're, they're just a perfect way. This is my favorite part of season one. There's just a perfect way of establishing in five, three to five minutes. Like, Hey, this is who this character is. This is what they're all about. And it does it in such a brilliant way that it takes so long for other shows to get get to mm. um but yeah and this this is where we meet it's the continuation of the season one finale where ashtray kills mouse uh with that hammer um that won't be the only kill he has this season <laughs> uh on you know new new year's eve an intoxicated rue accompanies fez and ashtray to an intense drug deal before attending a large house party um, at the convenient, uh, we see Cassie's a bit drunk and she runs into Nate and, uh, they, uh, he offers a, a ride to her to the party and upon the arrival, the two are just fucking in the bathroom. Uh, so they're, they're, they're hooking up. Um, and you know, Maddie's trying to get in there, uh, she's the bathroom and, uh, Cassie has to hide in the bathtub, which that whole, that whole just scene that whole scene of her in the bathroom <laughs> while Maddie's taking a shit. That was a that was a very intense scene because I'm like, man, no, a thousand percent. She's fuck her up if she finds finds out. And I mean, I mean, she she does find out eventually, and it does not go well. Um, but yeah, that was a very tense uh, tense scene for sure. And you know, Rue takes a, another tense scene. Rue takes a take some drugs uh various drugs uh where we meet uh dominant fike himself uh elliot we get introduced to this this character which he's uh he's an interesting one and uh he's 
Uh, he uh, witnesses her almost going into cardiac arrest. He cardiac arrest before you know giving her some adrenaline adrenaline to save stabilize her to save her life because she's really about to fucking die in front of him. Yep. Uh, that's uh that's that's a that's one way of meeting somebody. Um. And, you know, after that, she and Jules reunite where Rue just straight up tells Jules she relapsed uh, that night she left her at the train station, which, uh, Mm. damn, that's a. Wow. Uh, And then later, you know, that they confess their feelings, they each kiss. And we all know, look, when they kiss, you're happy because you're happy they're together. But, you know, they're just not good for each other. so, which we will talk about. Uh, and then Fesco has this conversation with Lexi. Um, really, I really enjoyed this relationship throughout the show uh, with Fez and uh, Lexi. It's just very pure. Like, you mm. know, even though in this next scene, uh, he literally, uh, Fesco literally just beats the ever loving shit out of, out of Nate, just gives him a fucking ass whooping if I've ever seen one. That's uh, true. She still hangs out with him. She still uh, talks to Fez, which it, which it was cool. It was cool to see. Uh, I like I yeah. like their their relationship this uh, season, and I like that we we touch back. We that Nate get the gets the asshole from him because I, I I'm not the guy, I don't want to condone you know violence or whatever. But Nate Nate, Nate <laughs> had something coming, you know, one thousand percent. And then going and off I think- the. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, I think um, because uh, we'll definitely get into it, but but Nate's character in this season is just this is definitely the most interesting um, portrayal of a character like Nate I've ever seen ever. Like uh, any character that you would like say like from other other shows or whatnot that you would be like, yeah, like there's elements that comprise of Nate from these other characters. This season, I think is very hard to say that I don't think there's really any character that's like Nate after the end of this, this season. Like he's a, he's a strange, a strange character. Yeah. He's definitely, but he's such a fascinating character. Like I love, I, him. I love I'm him. All, yeah. He's such a compelling char- character. Um, and what's crazy is he's not even like, He's maybe top five in this season for me at most when it comes to standouts, but I, I he's one of the best characters of the show. But this season, there's just so much standouts this season. Oh, so true. But we get into the se- second episode, Out of Touch, once again, written and directed by Sam Levinson. Um, this, you know, Nate recovers from his ass whooping uh, in the hospital and he refuses to tell his father who attacked him, which, you know, I at least respect. Game respects game. He's like, all right, Fez, because you know if you snitch on him, he's probably going to beat your ass again. Uh, you don't want that. You don't want that smoke. Uh, and and I, I want to say real quick that um the uh, the segment where he's in the hospital and he basically kind of looks mm. back at his life and what he really wants and and just kind of like the PTSD that he has from you know finding out what his what his father you know. who his father really is at that point and all these like little details and stuff and 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 the way that he views it you know from the hospital bed incredible sequence incredible gotta give shout outs for that 
Yeah. Um, we definitely see, as he mentioned, we, we talk about like what he's feeling, what he wants, uh, a lot of discussion about what he wants. And what he wants is Cassie. And uh, we didn't just, I, I, I forgot to mention this in the first episode, but McKay appears in the, the first episode and only the first episode where he, uh, they talk with Cassie. They kind of talk about the, the abortion and it doesn't go, it doesn't go too well. So Cassie's pretty upset about it and she's very upset about being alone and Nate's there mm. to comfort her. Uh, him and Maddie broke up in season one as well. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, Cass, Cassie, you know, at first wasn't really into Nate, but she's starting to, she's starting to like Nate's, uh, sweeter side, I guess we can call it. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I'd uh, say so. But she, she definitely feels guilty for portraying Maddie. Uh, so that's why they're keeping it under wrap, like definitely wraps for a while. Uh, one night while riding, her uh, bike crew witnesses named Cassie kissing in the truck, which will come back in my favorite episode of the show. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that. Because uh, right. definitely, I, that's what I love about the show. This is the, like when you think something's not that important, oh, it's important. It will be coming back. Um, yeah. Jules becomes uh, insecure about Rue and Elliot's friendship, which this is one of my favorite scenes of the show. I love the scene where she's interrogating Elliot about his sexuality. And then the, he just go, he just fires back and he's like, well, you're asking me all these questions. How many guys have you saw? I mean, yeah, how many guys have you, you slept with? Um, they, he's just really disgusting. He's like, man, I don't, I don't know what my sex guy is. I, I haven't really thought about that, that too much. I, I, I love the, the chemistry between these three characters. Right. Uh, even though none of them are good for each other. Like, them, all three of them are not good for each other. But I, I really like the chemistry of all the, the actors. Um, definitely, definitely. I thought this was a this is a great scene. Euphoria is Euphoria is really good at, at you know sprinkling in these comedic uh, scenes as well, which we need. We need because we're there's the show's sad a lot of the time. Uh, definitely, so it, yeah. it does good does a good job uh, with that. Cat uh, uh, be, begins to lose interest in Ethan. Uh, she fantasizes about uh, very uh, masculine men, very cult Drago looking people. Uh, another very funny scene of Kel that Drago was, uh, murdering. <laughs> that was something. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that was that was definitely a scene that did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely uh, an interesting take on where she's kind of been at, what she wants out of life. Um, I've definitely been. Even though she's doesn't, Cat doesn't have the strongest arc. This is definitely her arcs, like not too much. She's kind of just here as a person helping others, others out. Um, but I think she still does have a pretty strong arc. And man, I I, Ethan stand out this season. I stand agree. out. Ethan's. We'll we'll talk about Ethan. Yeah, we we gotta. But, I, I mean, there, there's a there's a special moment that happened in this this show that uh, with Ethan specifically that I want to I want to talk about quite a bit, but uh, it's 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 in the future. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Cal begins investigating uh, Nate's assault and pressures Cassie into naming, you know, Fez. And he, he and Fez have a tense standoff at the convenience store. Love the tension of this because he has the gun, ashtray we see in the back. And ashtray, as we saw, not afraid for killing a motherfucker. Uh, this kid needs some help. He needs some fucking help. Agreed. Uh, even though, I mean, this is a spoiler review. He's not getting it. Uh, nope. <laughs> the only thing, only thing he's getting help with is uh, death. Uh, well, uh, yeah. elegantly put. Elegant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but the, I, I really li- li- liked this uh, tense scene because we're not really sure who what's going to happen, and Cal just is like, oh, I'm just a concerned father. Um, Cal confronts Nate as well, and he reveals he's got the card, all the cards. He's like, I, yeah, I got your, t- I got your tape of you and J- you and Jules together. And he's nope. trying to, he's got all, all the cards right now. Uh, even though he's the one who doesn't have it. Um, but yeah, Cal asks, you know, Nate where the recording is. Nate smiles and he's like, I got you, fucker. <laughs> uh, I got you from last season. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely, uh, likes that. But we'll go into, we'll go into episode three now. Uh, episode three, uh, I think. Let me do a quick look. Yeah, every episode is directed by and written by Sam Levinson. Cool. Okay. Um, uh, ruminations, big and little bullies. Uh, this we get a cold open of Cal, uh, where we get into his you know sexual identity uh, and what it means to be a man for him as mm. he's attracted to his friend Derek and you know he. And him dating like his first wife, he gets someone pregnant. Um, his life, his life was going really well at first, but then he gets someone pregnant, and he's got to take responsibility. Uh, and we get into how he was raised. Uh, we understand. We don't agree with. But we understand what why Cal, you know, treats Jake the or Jake Nate Nate the way he does. Um, you know. Back when he was growing up, it was uh, there was a lot of households that weren't uh, very accepting of uh, same-sex relationships. Which uh, right. so it was it was a uh, it was interesting, but I think uh, Cal overall for me is the the weakest character of the season. I thought this cold open was kind of I didn't love this cold open mainly I agree. because. I feel like it just doesn't add really anything to the show. It uh, usually, usually the cold opens will add to the episode it's it's talking about. But this adds the most it does is later when Cal just kind of has a m- mental breakdown. It's important from that, but um, I think that episode probably that that cold open probably could have been cut down if that's the case. Um, that's just that's just my opinion. Uh, I didn't like hate it, but I definitely thought it was it was very. I, weak. I definitely think I think it's the the weakest cold open out of the season for sure. Yeah, definitely. And um, 
Where was I at? Uh, Rue develops a plan to keep the. This is, this is just one of those where I'm like, Rue, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, she develops a plan to get in the drug business. Uh, where, uh, you know, she hiding from, you know, Jules and uh, Gia and, you know, her mom while also repairing those relationships. Uh, she's covering up, you know, the, her her drug use uh, mm-hmm. when uh, you know, she runs out of drugs. She uh, convinces the, the, su- the supplier we see in season season. Uh, no, no, we see in the first episode, uh, Lori, uh, the new kind of drug drug boss of the, that Fez is working with now uh, to give her, uh, you know, a large stash um to sell uh which is just like we're, we know we know you're gonna be doing all we're, we know you're gonna be doing the, these drugs you're not gonna make the money back and she's like Lori was one of the, she was a weird character but she was one of the uh, I liked her because uh, right because she has that because she's a school teacher so she gives all that that uh vibe first where you know she's very nice at first she's trying to help that out you know she's trying to help rue out because she's she, she's in a bad spot but then she just immediately hits with a if if you don't give me this money i will get it yeah and I, I will i will have someone grab you in a van and take you away and sold where you'll never be found again by your family I'm like, right. holy, holy fuck. <laughs> Damn, Lori's not messing around. So I, I want to I speak about Lori for, for a little bit here, just in generalization. Um, so the thing with Lori, she, uh, I, I don't know if it's just this season. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I am interested to see what, what they do with Lori specifically, especially with the way that the, the, the season ends. Um, she has to come back. Like, there's just, there's no way about it. Um but the thing with her is that she kind of feels a little out of place for me. Like, th- tell me if you understand what I'm trying to say here, Quinn. But um, you know these, like, Far Cry villains? Like Vaz yeah. and, and all these, like, maniacal villains that, are, that, that, that try to, like, make you feel away because they're insane. But they also, like, have these moments where, like, they lure you in with, like, a false sense of security. Um, there's a few characters in Mr. Robot too that kind of kind of do a similar thing. She felt much more like one of those characters than she did with Euphoria. Now, but, but here's the thing about that: I do like that because it kind of like the stuff with Fez and, and Ashtray. Yeah. There's almost like a different show going on within you, you know, within within the actual show. Yeah. Um, and these these different elements of of, of the different types of shows and stuff being incorporated in the overall story. I find is really refreshing and, and keeps and keeps you engaged for sure. So I, I definitely don't think she's a negative to the to the season at all. Um, I will say that I, I'm I'm very interested to see where uh, where that that storyline's you know eventually going to go. Yeah, definitely. Um, something I've I've been I didn't even think about the the far the Far Cry villains, but uh, I, I saw like a a few people like say. Or like one or two people say, like she's very familiar to like Heisenberg, 
uh, where she's, you know, that school teacher and she's like, you know, she keeps to that school teacher, she keeps the front of the school teacher, but deep down there's like a dark side to her and she, she will just casually unleash it. She won't just flip out on you. So she definitely gives me like Heisenberg vibes minus the psychotic scenes where he just loses his shit after right a uh, couple seasons uh yeah we do not we do man, not see I, your loser shit at all bro, this, this. I, well let's just say this now i can't wait for better call saul the final season <laughs> hell yeah baby yeah oh it's gonna be such a good se- season uh i can't wait to get back on that Oof. uh I might do. I might. I might have to do an episode by episode of that. I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, excited for that. Um, but uh, we get uh, one of my fa- favorite characters of the 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 show. Ali uh, Ali becomes uh, suspicious of Rue, uh, mm-hmm. and she she uh, cuts some ties uh, with Ooh, them. She She's some just, uh, she takes what we got from the special episode. She just. Hits him with it. Every every mm. personal thing he t- he told her hits her with it. Mm. Uh, literally, he's like, "You're gonna hit me, Ollie." I'm like, "Oh my god, Rue!" Because it's it's one of these scenes where Rue is such a flawed person. Where we see the the evil, the shitty person in Rue in this this scene. How evil she can get uh, mm. with these these insults. We see it with her her mom and other people as well uh, throughout the season. She's a she's a very destructive person in this yeah. season for sure. There's so there's so many layers to 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 Rue, and this is a, a side of them when she's definitely at her lowest point, uh, some of her lowest points. Um, but uh, we also get like Cassie becomes obs- obsessed with her, uh, trying to, you know, her romance with Nate so much so that. Uh, She's like dissing self for her friends, and she's also the these scenes made me really uncomfortable, and it, it made me see a per, uh, perspective of the the side, like her getting up early, like her uh, putting a lot of makeup on, the makeup she had to do, like uh, shaving, uh, all the, the tense amount of care she's putting into her look. Um, right. We get to we get to see this the side of what like girls have to do uh on a on a daily basis and yeah this may this may be like horror themed uncomfortable how much she was making herself try to look like something nate to be attracted to i'm like oh oh and it's it's very important to mention that this was only for maybe a glance all this effort was just for for nate to just look at her like maybe once per day and then we get again great comedic scene where she's walking she looks like maddie that's what nate's attracted to and maddie walks in same outfit she's like the fuck great 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 scene uh but yeah uh we get uh where was that where was my place at uh lexi uh you know she uh is writing a play uh which another another great another great scene where she's discussing with her family and she just goes off stage and they have a uh, I love the break the fourth wall breaking in the show where uh, we get like the behind the scenes and she's talking as her like character about like and then Rue like talks about her character it's it, it's it's funny it's it's one of those I it how self-aware the show is of itself I, I like that as as well it Agreed. makes it so unique 
Agreed. Um, and uh, Cal visits uh, Fez's house, uh, and he's just when they got an ass whooping. Well, guess what? Cal gets an ass whooping too, uh, because man, Ashtray just just fucking bashes his head in a couple of times with the sh- with the, the bunt of his shotgun. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. It's so good. So, so good. This was a this was a great scene. A lot of great comedic stuff where we're like, what? You you don't have the DVD? Man, why the fuck would I have to I don't want to do anything with you with you? Uh sorry, um, that was probably a bad Fez impersonation. But... Fez, Fez is so good. Fez is so yeah. good. This is the best pen. Uh and then you know, he learns a couple of things. Uh, he uh, he's definitely uh, needs to have a talking to about Nate not antagonizing Rue and Jules, which they're gonna go well because again, Nate has all the cards. Uh, it does now, you got nothing? You got nothing. Uh, Facts. But one Friday night, Nate cancels his plans to see Cassie to rekindle. That love with Maddie, which I love the theme of this series being everyone's relapsing on something, and these two relapsing on their relationship, or so we thought. Uh, we'll get into the the next episode here, where we'll, episode four. You you who cannot see, think of those who can. Uh, Jules ki- kisses Elliot uh, while Rue um, definitely reflects on her lo- love for Jules. Um, and I, I really liked this scene of e- Elliot and Jules. Like, I think they had they had they they had the connection. I, I thought they could have worked honestly. Um, hmm. If you know what everything they were tied into that wasn't what it was, but he's he was pretty you know like flirting with her like like quite a bit, and they they had. Like a real dis- discussion, and before that, we get a, you know Rue and Elliot have a like a real discussion about you know how they feel about are they a good match for one another? Should they be? They bring out the worst in each other. What they view of the world. Uh, I-, I like a lot of these discussions, right? Um, quite quite a bit. Uh, I love Sam Levinson's writing in this. Um, and uh, the actors' performances as well. Uh, uh, Cassie ends. Well, she's going to come back, but Cassie ends her relationship with Nate because uh, after he missed having resumed talking to Maddie, but that's ain't going to last long. Uh, that is not going to last long, people. Uh, the the Howards host a party for uh, Maddie at the party. Cat admits to Maddie that. Uh, she doesn't love Ethan, uh, which we will definitely talk about then. Uh, oh, oh Kat, yes, we will. Cat's very much. Uh, she's not really sure what she wants anymore. Anymore, so we'll definitely de- discuss that at future. But uh, you know, Maddie advises her to follow her feelings, and Cassie uh, gets very drunk, very very drunk. Uh, Maybe a little too drunk, honestly. Yeah, like. Uh, Cassie, uh, maybe talk to somebody about this. Agreed. Uh, that's what these characters need. They just need somebody to talk to. And then, worth the problems we solved? No. Uh, Ruth's, no. 
Rue Rue needs quite a bit of discussions. Uh, I think actually every single character in the show needs. They, they they can't get all their problems solved one session. It would probably take a a year long session. Oh yeah. Um. Maybe maybe Ethan. Ethan's probably the only character that probably would be fine. He wouldn't need a, like a ton of therapy. Um. But um. Yeah, Cassie gets drunk. Nate uh, arrives there. Just this very awkward uh, scene with Maddie and Cassie uh, where she eventually vomits in the the hot tub and on Maddie. And uh, even the scene before that where he's just having this, like, not, like, very loud argument, but this argument with uh, him and Maddie and then Kat gets in involved and it's like oh maybe this relationship isn't working out right Um, because again they're just not good for each other like just stop dating just stop just find other people you're not good for each other uh rude jules and elliot uh play uh a fun game of truth or dare uh i enjoyed these scenes quite a bit uh i thought they were really really funny uh okay i just love this this trio even though they Again, they're not good for each other, but uh, definitely not. Uh, yeah, Rue. We see after you know, like this again. Uh, another scene where it's like, well, maybe Elliot's not a good influence. We see this like uh, this theft as they steal. They steal, you know, some some alcohol. Uh, and Rue, uh, Rue's drinking quite a bit too. Uh. And Rue, you know, gets angry, lashes out uh, at Jules and uh, abandons the group, returning home. And uh, she takes some drugs. And the, what's different between this and uh, season one is she's taking a lot of harder drugs. I don't know. I don't remember every single drug she was taking, but she's definitely taking a lot of the harder stuff than she was last season. Um. And, you know, she hallucinates her father at the church, which was such a... Mm. Man, this, this, mm. scene hurt. this scene hurt. It hurt. I started crying. I, I, yeah, 100%. I have no problem admitting that I cried at the end of this, this episode. Mm. More than I probably cried during anything for the past couple of years, honestly. Yeah, man. This episode ain't that yet. We get Cal uh, recklessly drinking and driving. Uh, goes to the bar where he kissed Derek. Uh, after getting thrown out, he returns home, comes to his family, where we get the scene of him peeing on the, the oh, floor and oh, criticizing his family. Uh, and he just abruptly just leaves them. Uh, and it's just like, oh, all right, this was a this was a scene. This was no, it a was. scene. Was uh, it? I agree. This is one of those again. I just don't really love Cal this season. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, but I like what this does for the family, the Jacobs family in the the future. Um, I think if this scene wouldn't happen, we wouldn't get uh, a scene with Nate and his mom, which I want to talk about them. Mm. Um. I think I think I already mentioned this, but 
this is actually the episode where uh, Rue and Elliot hook up. Uh, I think I mentioned that last episode, but it happens here. Uh, after, you know, Rue just uh, just leaves. So, yeah. Uh, really, pretty solid episode. But uh, we get into episode five or stand still like the hummingbird. Um, Jules tells her tells her mom that uh, Rue relapsed and uh, she's uh, you know telling her about her drug stash and uh, Rue's mom uh, Jules and Elliot have an intervention with uh, Rue uh, this is my favorite episode of the, the season this episode is just I felt intent. I felt tension in this episode. I mm. so so much happens in this episode. This is an episode that this episode alone is such an episode where you could show people this and be and be like, this is why this show is just a work of art. This is not, you you're getting so much character development in this. This episode, you're getting to understand who the characters are, and they make just this chase scene so for, I don't even know how many minutes, I think this was half hour, 40 minute episode, of just this chase scene, and what she's willing to do to get out is just oh my gosh, uh, yeah, but she has it's a, a, it's, very, a it's a It's a full movie, this 40 minutes. Yeah, she has, it might even be an hour, I don't I don't these episodes but uh this causes you know she has a very very violent break she breaks down the door of her sister's uh room she's very aggressive with her mom um she, now, I, I, I i just want to say this um this this opening scene for this episode is as as it, it is it's it's definitely hard to talk about a little bit um so the acting, uh, you know, definitely deserves a, a shout out. I mean, you know, just across the board, everyone during that, that, that opening scene and, and this whole episode for, for pretty much the most part is phenomenal. But specifically this opening, um, if people su- such as me um, that can relate to how someone deals with, uh, you know, with redraw syndrome and, the the manipulating the the lashing out breaking stuff all that stuff like if you know what that feels like this episode probably broke you (laughs) uh like i i remember when i watched this episode that that first chunk of it was just so intense like i actually had to take a break (laughs) like it it was just bringing back so much um from my past and, and and you know so many like hurtful things uh from 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 what happened and and just to see it so excellently captured um to for for people that maybe don't have so much experience with with what that's like to see what it's what it really is and for you know for again for people that know what that is to be like yeah that's that was expert like that that was amazingly shown um and just you know it's it's fucked up it's a it's a fucked up thing to see i hope it made people uncomfortable because people need to know this is the reality Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this, this whole show, uh, at, at a lot of moments shines a light on things that you, you don't want to see 
and uh, yeah. I respect it a lot for that. Yeah, you're getting you're getting a lot of the in this show. You're definitely getting a lot of the the positive the positives of drugs, the uh, the negatives, and the 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 we're seeing in this episode the ugly side of drugs, where it's not just a a single take of about how a lot of shows usually do it where drugs are bad and that's uh that's it drugs are just bad now there's there's a lot there's a lot more to drugs like these characters there's a lot of layers to drugs um and drug use and you know i want to give a special shout because we don't we're not really gonna we don't these are characters we don't really talk about too much but uh Nika King as uh, Rue's mom and Storm Reed as uh, mm-hmm. Gia, her sister, I think have some great performances where they just don't know what to do uh, in the show, show, especially this episode. They really don't know. Um, and I think she won an Academy Award or Grammy. She won a award like for the last season, but give us a day another one. Uh, this this episode of her, just in this this scene, uh, um, where we see we see her be aggressive, uh, and then we see her switch to uh, just breaking down emotionally, and then we see her be like, "I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just just please, just tell me where the the drugs are. Just please tell me where they are." And then she just goes back to being aggressive, and we just see all these different stages in just a matter of, of moments that I thought that was some brilliant acting by uh, Zendaya. I think she's a, she's a phenomenal actress. Uh, I definitely, you know, we both, I think like most people have been looking into our work for a while now waiting for her to have a role, maybe not specifically like this. Cause uh, Rue, Rue, uh, Rue's a different character, a character we probably won't see uh, in media, media very often. Like Rike Rue, which is a good, which is a a good thing. Um, I, I I think I hope this inspires other shows to have uh, similar takes on addiction. Uh, but I definitely, I think it will. I think it definitely will. But I definitely don't don't think we'll get a character quite like uh, Rue. She's right. she's just a different. She's just such a complex character, and I think Zendaya just. Nails that perfectly. Uh, I think she just has a phenomenal performance in the, this show. Just everything she's willing to do. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I fully agree. And I, I think uh, this is definitely the role that if you had any doubts about Zendaya, I know a few people before before it came out were like, why, why is this chick as famous as she is and this and that? Um, this, is, this is the proof. Like, you, you don't need anything else. Like, this, this is the proof. She's a phenomenal actress, um, mm. and any actor can see that. Definitely, um, and we get a lot. This episode reminds me of a lot of things. This episode reminds me of uh, the hit Robert Pattinson movie "Good Time." Reminds me of that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Uh, it definitely reminds me of because most of it's just a lot of running it reminds me of that one episode of mr robot where elliot is just running a whole episode yep. from the police yep um this is uh the, a lot happens she breaks her ties with jules and elliot this is where she gets you know 
her very ugly side. She gets very pers- personal. She mentions things to to Jules that are pretty pretty fucked. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, her mom tries to take her to rehab again, but she just gets out of the car and runs in the middle of traffic. Um, while on the run, Rue begins to you know suffer the effects of withdrawal, and as the you know the knife falls, Rue flees to that Howard house. Hold, uh, where um, her mom stages an intervention with the the help of uh, you know the Howards and Maddie and Cat, uh, where she's backed into a corner, um, and Rue just tells the group about she's like, "Hey, Cassie, did you tell Maddie you're fucking Nate Jacobs?" I'm like, "Oh my God, yeah. whoa!" I, I had to pause it there. I needed a break. I needed a. I needed to pace around a bit. I'm like, holy shit! Yep. Wow. They took that back. Uh, from the Crazy episode. That was a. That was a scene. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's initiates a fight between Maddie and Cassie, allowing her to escape, and she turns to to Fez and. Uh, he throws her out because she's, you know, she's just not on the right stage. And Fed's just, Fed's got his own shit going on, you know, with his, uh, you know, as she's trying to steal, she tries to steal her grandmother's, you know, his grandmother's Medicine. medication. So, yeah. It's like, that's a no no. That was, that was a hard to watch. That was a hard to watch scene as well, honestly. Like, because, like, you know, Fed's is fucking seen her at, at some pretty damn lows yeah. and uh, you know he took her in knowing that she was she was definitely at a low and then to catch her i was like oh no no rue yeah trade trust a bit and then we get rue breaking into someone's house just a random rich like rich couple's house stealing uh, uh just some money and stuff which is like oh my gosh what are you doing uh, that was that was crazy yeah like, definitely some uh some parasite vibes as well yeah <laughs> uh, with, her, with her literally hiding under the bed you know what i mean yeah. like i i, I do I, i'm not gonna say it's a flaw by any means but like how the fuck did she get out of that <laughs> they literally caught her under the bed and the next thing you know you see her running out the running across the yard i was like bro how how <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those yes send your disbelief because i'm sorry definitely rue's out of shape she's not running up because next we get the cops chasing her the entire night and the cops would catch her instantly she's not uh, yeah that, yeah of course, that fast of course. And crafty of course I, she, it was just a it was just yeah. a small little thing i was like uh, yeah. i don't know about this one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know i know what you mean though it's definitely it's definitely like all right come on now but i mean this show this show to let everyone know even though we're talking about a lot of real things happening this show is far from realistic trust me yeah no for sure it's it's heightened fantasy for sure yeah and then we get a banger a labyrinth banger where we get this the song yeah fucking did it yeah fucking did it understand it and then just get the fucking oh that Hi hats. Oh, that's that song. I was listening to the, the fuck out of that, that song. I really liked that that song quite a bit. Um it just added to the intensity of Rue jumping over trash cans, jumping into people's yards, like 
hiding in a tra- trash can, just her getting the fuck out out from away the cops. Like, god damn, this was a this was a intense scene. And then she does what we hoping we knew what she was going to eventually do, but she goes to uh, Leslie, uh, or yeah, uh, and just she tries to you know repay her debts. Uh, she gives her. Uh, I forget what drug. I forget what drug she gave um, her. I think heroin. morphine or heroin. Yeah, uh, she gave, she gave her some heroin, uh, and then she was passed out for the night. And then she just quietly escapes. Uh, which this is going to be. Uh, I'm going to talk about this now because uh, it's not going to be brought up at all the rest of this season. Um, there's no like callback to this, which. I hope we're getting the fallout of this next season, but there's no consequences after this with specifically uh, uh, Leslie, which I think is a weak aspect of the the show because I I think you know Rue he did that that consequence um, of I mean she 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 fucked that bad uh, mm-hmm. like you don't you don't just steal drugs, try to pay, pay back the, the money, you lost the drugs, and then you just escape from a, a drug kingpin's house, that doesn't really fly. Right. Um, especially after the threat. So that that's a weak part of the show. Uh, it's something I'm definitely not going to overlook because they just don't touch that at all. The rest yeah, of the they, season... They don't. They really don't. Like This is this is the last time that you see, you see these characters. And I, again, I think... That sets up a lot of possibility for season three. You for know, sure. I would I love if that was more of a focus with season three because there's a lot of there's a lot of arcs of other characters that I, I not get entirely resolved, but I feel like there's more there's gonna be more breathing room for other for characters such as such as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. For this next season. Well um, in twenty twenty four, which is too far away. <laughs> I would agree, but you know, we got we we need the time. They need the time to. Of course, of course. I'm just an impatient person. I agree, but don't worry. We're we're getting plenty of con- uh of content. We'll we'll be eating for a while. Facts, facts, facts. Um, next we got a thousand little trees of blood. Where, uh, after three days from tomorrow, uh, Rue makes some progress. Uh. In re- recovering uh, from, you know, her with- withdrawal, she calls Ali and apologizes for what she said to him. And uh, Ali comes over and cooks dinner for the the Bennett family. So I want I want to talk about the scene where she's talking to Ali on the phone because this is another scene. It, it, it got me. I mean, I, I can't even say what specific scenes at this point got got me. You know, teared up because it. it, it We'd be here for a while. Uh, right. But this scene in particular, again, another scene where just give Rue whatever award you need, you give Zendaya whatever award you need to give her. Because this is just her taking a lot of time to apologize, not just a blank, you know, like, I'm sorry, da 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 da. She really takes the time. And we see 
everything going through her her head, not just with her words, but her facial expressions. Mm. Um, I think this was a excellent scene that really uh, stuck with me of her apologizing to Ollie. And Ollie being the good guy he is, uh, uh, ex- accepts her apology because like we do, we know she's genuine about this. And I think right. that's a big thing is because she's getting, she is getting better. Um, but uh, I want to give a, I, even though I mentioned this in the, the last episode, I want to give a standout to um, uh, Storm Reed, uh, Rue's sister, uh, Gia. I think she has a great scene with Ali where she's at the <laughs> point where she's just like, I mean, she's probably going to relapse again. She, let's be honest, and right. that's a that's a tough scene. But she she's been through it all. You know, she's been through her going to rehab and Rue saying she's going to get better, and her uh, even uh, her talking about she literally tells her, "I'm going to kill herself." Her manipulating <sighs> her to do, you know, drugs. Uh, which I wanted to, I forgot to mention that scene because I forgot what, what, what specific episode that was from. But I wanted to mention the scene real quick. But we're going way, way, way back a little bit. But uh, I wanted to mention the scene where Cassie's talking to Rue and then Rue's just like, oh, hey, Cassie, you're going to be in. I think it's the episode where, where she's like really falling for Nate. Uh, she's like, oh, you're going to be in uh, Lexi's play? And she's like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? I'm like, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oklahoma, like your place called Oklahoma. I'm like, how, what, do I look like from Oklahoma? And then the Maddie and Kat get involved. I, I really love that scene. They they discuss like they they cared. Everyone like had a different right. reaction to Rue saying, uh, "Like, are you back in drugs?" She's like, "Yes." And they're like, "What? Did you relapse?" And like, that was a that, that was a scene I I, I didn't want to forget about because uh, I thought that was a great scene. Not only like a, a scene. Uh, with not uh, like a ton of stakes, but like the characters definitely care for, it, and that comes back in the uh, the episode prior that I, that I, that I mentioned, and uh, also it's just a really funny scene, and we get a uh, Cassie in her head admitting to that she's in love with Nate and and everything uh, to everyone, but it's all it was all in her head. Like that was that was a that was a great scene. Uh, Love that scene. I mentioned. Uh, but yeah, we get you know. Everyone talking and uh, get a, a, the next scene after this. A cat attempts to break up with Ethan, but she just kind of she uh, she just does it in a very uh, immature, very not the right, right way manner. All right, Quinn, I, you gotta let me take this one because this, okay. this is this is this is this is the scene for me. All right, so. When I talked about earlier about like, you know, seeing really hard stuff, um, uh, like uh, the the beginning of that uh, of the one episode where Rue's basically going back and forth between, you know, begging them to to find her briefcase and you know, then just saying she's gonna kill herself and that she hates them and all this and that. That's a very hard scene to watch. But this this scene, which I don't think a lot of people are gonna are gonna really. I, I, I just I don't think a, uh, many people are going to feel the way that I felt particularly about this scene because like the way the way I see a lot of films and a lot of shows show breakups is just extremely 
unrealistic. You know, it's uh, sure the other person will get upset or whatever when, you know, they break up and they're like, oh, okay, I thought we had something, whatever. And then they, they leave or whatever. But this, this was so cool because as she tries to break up with him, she like uses the dumbest excuses you could possibly ever, ever hear in a breakup, right? Like just the, the dumbest shit. And like the way that Ethan just sees through all the bullshit and just like gets gets down to it. Like, are you are you just trying to break up with me? Like, are you making this shit up to to just have an excuse to break up with me? That that is so fucking to the point. And and like, I mean, obviously, like this clearly reflects upon you know the way that I feel about it. That this this relates to me. But like, just the way that that was done was just so so expertly done again um and the way that it hit me particularly again almost causing tears uh just because it's like almost a a moment right out of my life Uh, just another just another highlight for me um and another reason why euphoria just fucking just hits the hits the nail on the head for a lot of uh stuff that doesn't get shown in in realistic ways uh at, at times like again it is a very uh entertaining uh, heightened reality show uh, a lot it, of the times, it, but it's a teen. It's still a teen drama, you know. For so sure, it's... for sure. But it just it does these these moments so so well that I I genuinely do think that this is probably one of the most affecting shows for young adults um, or anyone that can relate to these characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, w- I wanted to give you know a shout out to uh, Barbie. Freira, uh, who uh, plays Cat, or this is just a, and also um, Austin Abrams, who plays Ethan, both ha- uh, perfect. This is a not only a well written epi- uh, like scene, this is just an incredibly acted scene because I think both from both parties, because you have like Cat's side where she there really isn't a good reason to break up Ethan. She's just trying to find a reason. Yep. Uh, she continues to find a reason, but there isn't one there. She's trying to make it up because her, her life, you know, she's just been, re- she's been rejected and she's, you know, been a lot of people uh, have treated her like in a different, different kind of, kind of way where she has a different view of men where she's not the biggest fan of, of them. So she, because she, wants to break break up with them because Ethan's just a little too perfect for her or whatever, you know, a lot of the reasons she's, she's thinking she's just trying, she's really trying to find a reason, but it's just not there. And Ethan immediately picks up on this. And I think it's a, it's a incredibly active scene of that where he's not yelling at her. He's very soft. And he's just like, like if you, you know, he's no bullshit. He's like, are you just trying to break up with me? This is very, you know, I'm sure, and then she just keeps coming back with, "Oh, well, this is a typical guy thing to do." Like, "Oh, this is just such a thing." And just both, it's, this is just a very. Uh, I think a lot of people could relate to the scene on both sides. Where uh, I think probably everyone had a breakup, kind of like this in a, in a way. Maybe not like uh, as the same as this, or you know, Josh. Don't want to take away from. The, these two characters and and Josh's uh, thing, uh, what they what they gone through, but uh, this is definitely a, I think if everyone probably had a similar breakup to this, where you there's not really a reason you're breaking up. You're just 
you just are because may you you you're not into the fantasy anymore. You right may you want something different out of life, and then from the you know Ethan's side, you thought everything w- was good, and instead of just talking about it like a mature adult, I mean they're kids, still kids. Again, these right. are high schoolers, but he's annoyed that he she wasn't as mature as uh uh he thought she uh she she was um i think it's just a great great scene um well acted well written um i th- but uh we'll continue we'll continue on again i think i think uh austin abrams ethan is a, a standout this uh season i think uh thousand percent in this episode and and, and further i i do want to say uh, the which the, why that surprises me is because I, I I really did not like his character at all in season one. I thought Ethan was probably the weakest character out of all of season one. Yeah. So like the fact that I've completely one eighty changed by my perception of that, that character that that just goes to show another reason why season two is just just a fucking phenomenal season. Uh, and then moving forward, we we get uh, everyone's perspective of what happened with uh, Maddie learning this, finding out, where she's just really contemplating what to do, and she's discussing it with uh, some Samantha. And throughout this this season, I, I wanted to me- mention kind of all of it here because it's not really pertaining to specific things going on in the the entire narrative. But Maddie, a lot of this season has been. Um, fantasizing over like what she wants to be trying to figure out who she she is and she talks to this person who she babysits her kid a lot and she tries on her clothes she's trying to uh figure out what kind of you know woman she wants to be and something i i want to give you know a shot i thought she was great in the last uh season but i think my favorite character probably in the show is probably uh Maddie, uh, well, probably I think uh, Alexa. Uh, I mean, my characters change like every day. Uh, but uh, Alexa Demi. Not only do I, you know, I think she's really funny, but I also think she's not afraid to just whoop someone's ass, and I like that a lot. And there's <laughs> just a, there's just a lot of layers to her character where she just has. Mm-hmm. She know she knows she knows Nate's a piece of shit. She knows she's not going to change, but she's still cares for him and she just feels she's very loyal she's very she she's trusting and she just feels very hurt by uh this portrayal by both both ends both Nate and Cassie um and she's really trying I'm just always fascinated by what her her arc is going and this this arc she has in this season of really moving past relationships and finding out who she wants wants to be getting I agree. These, these toxic relationships i think is something that i think sure it's not tackled as much as like i'm not gonna say she she her arc isn't as well done as rue like rue has just phenomenal season cassie i think cassie's probably the second standout of this season uh for without a, without a doubt and nate Definitely. and like Lexi and you know Fez, they all have something this season where I I, I didn't want to overlook Maddie because she does have important things going on this season. I didn't want to 
mention because I didn't mention anything with her before. But I do think Maddie is a phenomenal character. Uh, I think she had one of the best arcs last season, but I think she even has quite a better better arc even this season of really diving into why what she views in a relationship. Uh, excuse me, I'm gonna take a drink of water. But Josh, you can men- uh, mention anything if you you want this quick second if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, I think Maddie and Cassie are are pretty phenomenally well done characters. Um, and again, I, I when I talked to you about Euphoria season one uh, before the the around the special episodes or whatever, I don't think these characters really did it for me. Um, part of the that passive experience was because I felt like I've already seen their characters before. Like I kind of knew what they were doing with them and and just kind of the the gist of, of of what they were. I can't say that with season two. Um, I think Cassie and Maddie are given such complexity with the way that they they view their relationships and why they need them. You know, with with Cassie, her her attachment with Nate is almost. It, 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 I mean, it's it, it's another horrible. Um, uh, thing and you know they shouldn't be together just as much as as Maddie and him should be together, but like the way that she she basically just views him as like a god, you know, mm-hmm. to, to the point where she's willing to to do anything for him, yeah. literally anything for him. I think that goes more to show with her character just how much of a um a giving person that she is, and how she doesn't she doesn't really have the confidence within herself. Um, and I think Maddie's the exact opposite of this, where even though she knows that Nate's bad for her, she at the same time has this confidence within herself and definitely mm-hmm. like to see things from the perspective of like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, he's he's bad for me, but I don't care. Like, that's just who I want. Mm-hmm. And I just she think that's really cool. Yeah, she only takes what she wants, but is really trying to figure out, <clears throat> well, obviously this wasn't truly what i wanted like what do you know what how should i uh take this and i think i really like the route she goes in the last season with this whole uh dilemma but we'll talk about that then um right but like a stick uh cassie and nate both talk to their their mothers uh about like this about how they're they're feeling and they both have uh different interactions with them but i want to i want to specifically talk about Nate and her mother conversation where she's discussing how they felt about um you know Cal leaving and how she's she feels horrible because she sees so much of Cal in Nate uh where she's very concerned about that but she's also fearful of them she's like oh are you gonna choke me as well and that touching that back to season one where he did choke Maddie in that whole controversy, and he's like, "No, I, I did." And she's like, "Don't, don't, she knows. don't choke, she don't knows. choke me now." Um, and they also just, man, the the that, that brother is just fucking useless. The, Nate, <laughs> Nate, Nate's brother, fucking useless. You know, season three, if Sam Levinson, if he makes that character, gives that character a cold open, the the brother, and he just becomes a stand this season, I'm gonna be like, well done. Well, well done, Sam. Agreed. Well, well done. But that character is just fucking worthless. Uh, yeah, but uh, I really liked that scene uh, and Cassie's scene with her 
her mother as well. I think her mother is great. I love I agree. Cassie and Lexi's mother. She's fully agree. Phenomenal. Um and uh continuing on um as you know we're we're getting picked up with what's going to be the last episode where Faye uh Faye's, Faye's a character who has been uh with with Fez uh she's dating uh Custard who's uh who was previously Mouse's boy uh and now is kind of like with 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 Fez in this arguing business uh and he uh has some heat on him so Faye's been staying with with a with a uh, while there just wasn't a lot to add with her in previous episodes, but uh, now talking about it, she's talking with uh, Custer who tells her about like what's going, what's going on. And um, that uh, he's being forced to work with the, the, the feds and uh, he's coming after Fez and Ashtray for mouse's murder. Um, mm-hmm. And we're, we'll, we'll touch back on that. Uh, Nate decides uh to take matters in his own hands to protect it, the future of you know the Jacobs family by uh, threatening uh, Maddie with a gun uh, to over the disc. And this this scene, another what scene a- scene that I think is well acted by both uh, again uh, Alexa Demi and uh, Jacob Elordi uh, who plays Nate uh, because Nate. He's got to do what he's got to do. Uh, he's willing to to let the devil out, let that dark side in him out. Uh, this is the most extreme he's ever been, um, especially to, to to Maddie. But he's also he definitely in a, cares for her as well, and he really tries to apologize, to comfort her. But I'm like, dude, you can't. That that, that. I, that that specifically, like that was probably my my favorite moment out of that, that whole scene is when he's like, oh, there was there's no there's no bullets in in the gun like mm-hmm. don't don't worry and but she was obviously traumatized mm-hmm. by that whole scene and like he, him just not understanding it i mean but that's what's so cool about nate is that this is such an evil thing to do mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing to do to another character in the in the show but yet like i, I can't help but be like kind of rooting for nate at the same time i i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm just a horrible person I'd say you're probably like maybe just compelled by his story. It's very much like um like a lot of like you know we'll we'll see uh villain characters where he's very like Nate I think is like very much uh very Nate we'll say I don't think he's like this character like exactly but it's it's kind of like a, a little finger situation where little finger right off the bat piece of shit but we're so compelled by his character because he's so charming and there's so many layers true, to why true, true. he does the things he does that we're like really compelled by what he's doing um same definitely not on the same level because I, I wouldn't say I want. I'm not rooting for Nate to die, but uh, <laughs> but um, but I, I root for him to get an ass whooping if that helps. Uh, definitely. But uh, yeah, um, but I, I definitely know know what you mean. Um, and I, I really want to see the ramifications of what's going to happen with Nate next season. The consequences because there's four baby. There is not a fucking chance that Maddie's not going to tell someone that she was threatened. Uh, to near death by this fucking guy. Uh, and it's all gonna tie in. Uh, Agreed. I'm you, the fucking 
Uh, I bet you that fucking 22 year old creepy guy, he's going to come back. Uh, it's, it's all going to co- come back. Nate's, Nate's not going to luck out. You, you, it's not going to go well for you, Nate, in the next season, season three. Uh, but yeah, God, what a fucking phenomenal scene with, uh, with Maddie just afterwards. Like we're really just after he leaves, we're sitting we're taking time, just no music, just sitting after this scene. Not only are we reflecting on this this scene, like, oh, did this really just happened. Like, what what what's going to happen now? What what is my next option? What am I going to do? Right. We, Maddie's thinking the same thing, and I think that's just a well, perfectly acted scene. I think, uh, honestly, give give everyone the uh, you know the Academy Award or whatever. Well, not everyone, but like you give. Give a lot of these pe- people uh, nominations, but what for whatever award? I, I don't know at this point. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> award shows. Uh, but yeah, I, I've I've been a big fan of uh, Alexis Emmy's work for a while since I've seen her in Waves, the, mo- the the movie, which I kind of forgot she was she was in at first until like like I remember I'm like oh seeing Maddie and Euphoria, I'm like, oh, I've seen this, I know this actress from somewhere, what she's from, and I saw she's in Waves, Waves is my favorite movie of all, to- all time, I love that movie so much, so uh, I'm definitely, oh, I'm going to, whatever she does in the future, I'm going to follow her her work, uh, I think she's definitely. a brilliant actress, um, I- I'm going to follow all these pe- people's work, because uh, we'll, we'll, Sydney Sweeney's doing a lot of work. Uh, she's going to be in fucking Madam Web, which is interesting. Uh, oh man, that's that literally doesn't make sense to me. I I don't I the, just the movie, just not not her being in it, but like just the whole. Uh, who? Why? Why? Why are we doing this? I don't know, man. But it, they got me sold. I, I wasn't sold before, I'm but curious. then Sydney Sweeney, I'm sold. I am. I am curious. Because my thing is, she probably won't play a big big character. But if she does, man, she plays a character like I don't like Black Cat or Silver Saber or something like that. I'm just gonna be like, whoa, this is this is another level. Wow. But uh, we're not talking about Marvel. We're talking about Euphoria. Uh, this is true. Somehow they I, they came together. I really, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a weird way. But I really don't want to talk about the Sony Marvel universe. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but uh, yeah, we get into after that. Uh, he goes over to or what the fuck happens after that? Uh, yeah, he gives the disc to Jules, um, which this was. Uh, I I wasn't sure if the scene was gonna happen because both the the actor and and, and actress have had some a uh, little bit of some you know some. I don't, I don't want to say beef, but definitely like they're not the biggest fans of each other. But um, it definitely shows in the, this this scene that they they are not big fans of each other. Where Jules wants nothing to do with Nate, and uh, you know Nate Nate's still like you know I care for her, but Jules is like I don't give a fuck. You you are the worst, Nate. Um, but she's bad. also she also you know respects him in a way for you know being this mature to give the the disc with no you know strings no attached. like oh but you gotta you gotta do this for me yeah no no strings attached uh I, I i think that was a well 
uh, form seen by both uh, actors. I like that scene quite a bit. Uh, and uh, we find uh, next after that we find uh, we the, their feelings to get discussed. So this is kind of this this uh, built up um, discussion we've had. Uh, finally, get some conclusion where Nate talks about the whole catfishing thing that was going on in season one get that full discussion and uh after that uh nate cole's cast tells her to stay with him for a while while the drama pulls over and uh uh rue's mom finds out that uh uh that they're not going to take her to the rehab facility um and she breaks down, fearing Rue's going to kill herself without it. Um, so that was a what a what a way to end an episode. <laughs> um, yeah. But we'll get into this next one, there, episode seven, the theater, and it's double. Um, uh, yeah, Lexi comes to. The realization that you know all the characters based off her play are based off of every everyone in her life, and earlier Lexi is talking to Fez about. <coughs> Excuse me, let me drink some water. Get that dry throat. Oh, just euphoria, oh, man. He's going down. Euphoria, man, gets you. Uh, it does get you. Uh, she worries about upsetting people. And, you know, Fez talks to her about, like, you know, maybe this is what they need. Uh, and uh, I think we get to, we get we get some more just cute discussions with Fez and Lexi, which I, I love the, the two together. They talk about, uh, um, fuck, what's the movie? Uh, with the, the Stand kid. by me. Stand by yeah, me. Yeah, Stand by me. They talk about that movie, which was a, was a great scene, a very endearing scene. I, I like the two, two of them. Together, whatever the, the relationship will end up being, uh, I, I like I like that quite a bit. Uh, but um, it's probably the most, it's probably the only positive relationship this season. <laughs> Facts. Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode, uh, but yeah, this traverses uh, between the present and play as the play depicts. Significant events, you know, this is where we get to play, where we've been hitting at for a while. Uh, it, it talks about uh, Leslie's perspective on, you know, the death of Ruth's father. Um, it talks about, you know, her and her descent to drugs. It talks about Cassie going through puberty. It talks about Rue and you know, Lexi's friendship. It talks about Lexi's relationship with her father. It talks about Cassie and Maddie's friendship. It talks about uh, Maddie and Nate's relationship. Um, and just gotta say, uh, if the, if we haven't talked enough about how unrealistic the show is, but you just step in hyper realize the show is, there is no. I've been in high school plays and musicals. There's no high school play this that is has ridiculous. the production this has. The production of this play is the greatest I've ever seen uh, uh, Okay, <laughs> of a high that, school production. So for sure that, but how about just all the cussing 
sex sex based mm. things that are happening on the stage like yeah sure 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 but also it's just the, the the fucking locker room how intertwined it goes around oh the, yeah, the, yeah. Fucking, the fucking set they built a whole gas station i'm like this is not it's a- insane this is a this is a fucking these these sets are not the, the, no school has the budget for this this this, this is a um, sham. Um, but yeah, uh, we get in, in the meantime of it while this is happening as well. We get a uh, Custer arrives at Fez's house while he's trying to go to the play, and Ashtray is very suspicious of him, as I am too. I'm suspicious of this this motherfucker. Um, and. Kathy and Nate continue their relationship despite, you know, his, 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 his uh, you know, sustained feelings for Maddie and Jules. Um, and Rue's mom tells Rue she is just done with her and she's looking out for, for Gia. And um, I thought this was a great scene because we also Ooh, so good. get a, get us, get to know her feeling. We got Gia's feelings about how she's, how she feels about, you know what, Rue, Rue now, and now we get to see how she feels about Rue now. Where it's not like they don't care for her, but it's like they they've given just so much. They've given everything that a thousand percent. It's you know, they're she's just kind of giving up. She needs to focus on Chia because Rue's like, but but she is great, and she's like, no, she's. Funking school. She's getting into trouble. She's getting into tension a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has her own issues with the bad crowd. Uh, she's like, oh, I didn't know this. And she's like, well, of course you wouldn't know this because you're, you know, she doesn't say it, but you know what she's mean. You know, Rue's very caught up in her own life. She's very, you know, self selfish person. You know, she, but we, you know, understand why. Like, again, like, the, this is why, like, a big reason I love the show because the main character of the show is not a good person. Um, I, I can't look to you in the face, even though I think Rue is one of the best written characters in in television and one of my favorite characters. And I, I'll talk to the ends of the earth about how brilliant Zendaya is in the show. But and I love Zendaya, but she's Rue's not a she's a incredibly flawed character. Um, but it's just what makes her. I, it's, it's a big reason I love the show is because she she is such a flawed character where she wants to be better, and she she does want to care about these people, but he's, but she also wants to do drugs as well, and and she has to get, ex- she know really, that there's consequences to that. You know, she really really loves to do those drugs. This is true, and you know we under we understand to the extent of what these feelings are where. She doesn't know how to accept her feelings. We see her discussions about how she views it with Elliot and other other people where she needs it in a way. She needs some kind of high where, you know, in season one, you know, her high was Jules for a while. That's why she was able not to do drugs for a while. But Jules isn't enough for any, anymore, so she needs the drugs as well. Um, and you know, she even discusses where, even when her father died, she would still do him anyway. Um, I think, yeah, she's just a very complex character. Where there's not an easy answer to what starts you to do drugs. There's no easy answer, and I, I really Agreed. love that about the show. Um, 
And, you know, I, I'm not going to, I don't know what everything going on behind the scenes of Euphoria. I'm sure there's a lot, you know, going on that we will never know. Of course. But I got, I, I got to give this because even though um, I've heard very mixed things about his movie specific, specifically, but I think Sam Levinson uh, is a genius storyteller. I think for sure, I, maybe he's not as like as consistent, but I think with this this show, telling such a personal story where he also had um, very similar issues to Rue, like his, uh, he's putting a lot of his past uh, life. Obviously, it's not the the, the same. Um, but he is taking a lot of his life as a, a drug user um, and putting it into to Rue. And I'm sure he's taking a lot of other characters from his life. Um, I think it, it's well, it, it feels personal. It, it feels every, he cares about every detail. They're trying not to make sure. And, you know, he pro- he puts probably a lot of work in because he also, you know, executive producer of the show, creates the show, writes, directs. He's in, he's putting his hands in all the cookie jars, you know. I, so I, I got to, you know, he, like take two, take three years, take, well, maybe not, don't take four years, but. Oh, take, please don't. But, you know, take, take, take the time you need for this show because I think it's such a brilliant show and I think a big reason if you didn't have St. Levinson I just don't think the show would be the same um, definitely definitely agree. so, so I, I did want to give a shout out to Sam uh, I'm just hoping he's uh, as far as I know seems like a, a genuine good dude just you know as any any show he doesn't agree with certain people about you know certain char- character choices which you know it's just going to happen in a show especially a drama um true but uh any anywho uh we have uh jules destroys the disc they gave her um feeling uh betrayed maddie uh, uh i remember where i was going with that uh uh fez you know Fails to make Lexi's play, which we'll see in the next episode. And we end this episode. Or well, a part of ending this episode is all right. So, Josh, let me have the floor here. So it's all yours. I don't know how much time you've you've heard holding out for a hero, but I've heard it quite a bit. All right, I've heard it in trailers. I've heard it in movies. Not well used most of the time. All right. Agreed. This is the best, and I mean the best. That's right. I'm saying the best use of holding out for a hero I've ever seen in media, period. Wow. Wow. This scene of depicting Nate's character, played by, by Ethan and other male s- students with the, uh, you know, the very, uh, we'll say suggestive manner, the very, uh, was... There's so much to impact with that scene. Uh, not only does it discuss a lot of Nate's character, which we we uh, 
We'll, we'll talk about it. In, I'll talk about that in a sec. What Nate kind of thinks afterwards, because uh, he has a very, uh, a very, um, he gets in his head a bit, uh, and uh, we're, we're not going to love what he's seen in his head. Um, um, but, um, but it's also fucking funny, man, and just the production pro- production of it. And Ethan, stand out. What a phenomenal scene. One of the be- best scenes. Great. Agreed. Just a phenomenal scene. Uh, I had to re I rewinded a couple of times the scene. I'm like, I just need to am I am I witnessing what I'm seeing? And this is another one of those like, like Josh mentioned. Uh, yeah, this play would definitely not exist. Especially this fucking scene. This would not <laughs> this would not be happening in a, in a high school play. Let's just say that. This would then you would no high school player would have this. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with that. Mm-hmm. And Nate angrily, you know, calls the scene homophobic. Uh, he leaves the play early and breaks things off with Cassie. And, you know, she's uh, not too happy about this. And we get into, I think it's in this next episode, but I'm just going to mention here just in case it's not. Uh, Nate gets in his his head about thinking about his relationships with with Maddie and Jules. Think about his relationship with Cassie, and thinking about uh, him as a kid and uh, him how the scene of him um, in Jules' situation uh, in in the sex tape with uh with Cal. There's there's a lot to impact in that scene. Um, with a lot, we're really getting to understand the Nate character, where we're understanding um, how how he's very attached to a lot of his relationships, but also is a very definitely dominant of his his relationships, and he got that a lot from his how his father raised uh, raised him, and it's such. Again, Nate still piece of shit. Uh, I'm calling it. He's not a good, not a good person. Absolutely, uh, you you can't. Nate can't redeem the things he's he's done. Um, mm. Like it's pretty impossible at this point. Uh, but we un his there's so much layers to his character. He's such a complex character where we understand why we don't agree with it, but we understand why how he feels and if he just discussed about it you know with some people earlier in his life or if he's raised differently he'd be a different different kid you know but right how he's raised and it's just how his character end up and this was a this was a tough scene um this was definitely a, a tough uh a tough scene but a brilliant scene at that um all done scene. And uh, finally, we're at all my life. My heart has yearned for a thing I cannot name. The last episode. Uh, Custer tries to get Fez to reveal his role in Mouse's murder before Faye signals him to keep quiet. Which, you know, shouts to Faye. You know, shouts to her just not going with it. Uh, and just making sure, like, Fez, this guy, he's going he's gonna to try to fuck you. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Good, good on her. Uh, 
Um, realizing he's a police informant, Ash just stabs him in the, the neck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a lot that, that, that comes off of this, obviously. But let me just, just say real quick, and this is probably the dumbest moment in the show for me. Um, so Ashtray has shown throughout this entire show to not be an, a stupid kid, right? Mm. He knows that the phone is on the table. He acknowledges the phone is on the table. He acknowledges that what he's – that uh, fucking – what's his name? Is there uh, possibly – for some some bad things, right? Mm-hmm. But he kills him anyway. Basically, and, and the only reason he kills him is to set up the very end of this this season, like to give all the tension that comes along with that. I I think that's I I do think that this kill is the weakest weakest element of the season. Am I? Yeah. Am I... Uh. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, I would say this is the weak, the weakest, the weakest element. This, this specifically because I think the everything like previously with the what's going on in the drug world with 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 Fez and like Ashtray was so interesting, so interesting. But I think the payoff is not really great in this episode. No. Um, where I think I don't think Ashtray would kill him um, because the problem is. The, there needed to be a, a more clever way to get him not to talk uh, because killing him. Well, yeah, now the police are coming for you and yeah. they could have figured out a way and Fe, and ashtray really trusts Fez a lot and would see that he's trying to like, be like, I don't know what you're talking about and, and whatnot where um, he knows that, he can trust trust his brother to handle the situation, um, right? That I feel like he would tr- he would trust. I feel like this scene would make sense if we had a discussion with Ashtray about. It. But, but there's no Ashtray's just not really. We don't get scenes where Ashtray and Fez are talking that much. We we right. just don't get a lot of that. Where so, I feel like, because yeah, it, even though Ashtray is an intelligent kid. He's still again a kid. So if right, right. really if they really discuss this decision, I think this could have been a great scene and would have made sense. But because there's no discussion about it, I, I and the prior knowledge we know about right. how they view their relationship, I don't think Ashtray would have done this. So so here's a hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with you. I got so passionate about this, I, I I'm standing up. So the thing, the thing with this that's like most infuriating, is to find out later on um, who, how this episode ends. I mean, look, this is the spoiler version, so obviously, fucking, you've, you've already seen it. Uh, yeah. You know, Ashtray dying, but like Fez was supposed to die at the end, right? The only reason he didn't die was because he's 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 loved. He he got right. plot armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that. That is why I think this ending is is with their story specifically is so weak. I think writing Ashtray to die makes no sense because also it doesn't achieve anything when he's in when he goes into the bathtub to like fight out against the police or whatever, right? Fez still is going to jail and he also just got shot. <laughs> so like there was literally no reason for him to 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 bunker down and and fight back, 
Like that whole scene could have been avoided. Now I understand for whatever Sam was trying to do with this, wherever he wants to lead these characters, you know, or, or lead Fez in, in the future, you know, if this is how he has to do it to, to get to that point. All right. But like, yeah, th- this is, this is a week. This is a week ending for them. Yeah, I would agree. And I, and I like the, I guess the buildup where he's talking about, we see flashbacks of him talking to, to Lexi of what like could have been them talking about their, what they want their life together. And I like that scene of Fez talking about, I want to be a farmer. I love that. Love Uh, it. I want to get some chickens and some cows and whatnot. I'm like, okay, I I want you to have this life, even though you are not going to have it because, you know, you chose the life you, you chose. Right. Um, And yeah, I, I just think like, this seems weak. I also something I uh, another point of like I was saying of other plot points that just don't get a conclusion. This we also get no conclusion to Fez and Ashtray's grandma. She's still just sleeping. Uh, <laughs> when they show her just still sleeping after all that, I was like, "Shut up! Stop it! What? What are you? What?" <laughs> Like there was a lot of setup to her where I'm like, I feel like I feel like something that would have been even better. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a writer, I'm not a director, I don't wanna, you know, to tell Sam how to do the show, but I don't know, maybe maybe she wakes up and maybe that's the intense scene instead of Ashtray dying. I don't know. I'm just saying, like she just, just never wakes up. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. And we just set we set up it's our character. Dumbest thing. We talk. It's the dumbest. We get the cold open with her, and we get like to understand her her character and their dynamic, and we get why he's really trying to protect her, look after her, like. But she never wait because they they establish she's in a deep like sleep, not in necessarily a coma. So I'm just like, well, when the fuck she's gonna wake up? She's gonna wake up next season to find out she's that her fucking adopted kids dead and the others in jail. Like what? Or is she just never gonna wake up? Like it's it. It's one of the like we needed a conclusion to to that, and we just never got one, um, which is disappointing because obviously it wouldn't be the right call to do it in this episode. But it needed to be done earlier or just something. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not a writer director, so I just don't know how I would do it. But I definitely get the yeah, obviously we do know like Fez was supposed to be the one that was supposed to, to die. And it was built up that way. Like everything was leading up to Fez getting justice because he fucked up. You know, even though Fez did the again a deserved ass whooping on Nate. You, there's consequences to that. Doing it in public, uh, doing, getting in, in uh, like again, like Rue, <laughs> getting into this 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 drug dealer, this new drug kingpin. There's mm-hmm. consequences to that. <clears throat> there's consequences to to dealing, uh, where you're just not you you you're not going to get a happy ending, Fez. It's just you're not getting your your farm you're not going to get to uh, be a flexi that's just, that's just not how it works um when you get into this kind of thing you are and it was 
it's great great storytelling like i don't i i don't think this takes away from fez's arc this show i'm not gonna say that no no i don't i don't think so either i don't but i just this whole the whole story i just did not care with with custer uh being an informant um it just could have been so it just could have been dealt with so much better i agree um, and you know i like Faye as well and but i just think we needed more development for ashtray or i don't know i i, I don't even know I'm going to be honest. We just needed more, just something more to this because I just felt we're just killing Ashtray for the sake of a dramatic scene, like a cliffhanger like scene. For the season. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Wow. As I just said that, I heard some police (laughs) words go off. Uh, Okay. um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, we needed um, more of that. But Moving on, uh, we get to we're almost done here. We get to, uh, yeah, we went, we went off there. Uh, we get uh, Rue visits Elliot to forgive him for snitching on her as she believes uh, he might have, you know, saved her life. And they agree they're not good for each other. And you know, we get to hear Dominic Fike sing, which you can listen to the song now on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or, uh, sorry, I'm in podcast mode. Uh, Spotify and Apple Music, you can listen to it all every, everywhere. Uh, it's a good song. I like this song. Plugging. He had to, had to plug his song in there. Um, it is a good song. It's too long for this scene, though. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I don't know. It's not the worst thing, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not the worst. It, it, like what we just, just just talked about was is infinitely way worse of a of a problem for the show than you know fucking than just a really long scene. But it was it, it was jarring. I'm like, oh, well, we're still going. Okay, true. I, it probably could have. It probably should have been a conversation. But I think we finally get the build up. This motherfucker. All right, this motherfucker plays the guitar in every single s- s- scene he's in with them. In the this is true. Has to, but he just, you know, he just strums it a bit, nothing else. And they, they're asking him, Do you, do you play guitar or whatnot? So, you know what? Great payoff. Great payoff. I, Fair this scene Fair is great. We get great payoff to play the guitar because I'm also like, This motherfucker, just play some, I know you do music, just, just play a fucking, just play a guitar, play a fucking song, man. Come you know on. What? Fair enough. Fair enough. You heard it here. Quinn, yeah. Quinn supports the scene. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I support the scene. Uh, but then we get, you know, Cassie just disrupts the play. Uh, she goes in and insults Lexi. And, you know, then her mom comes in. Mom, great. I love that she's just, she knows uh, uh, of her interpretation of the play. She she knows and she's just laughing at it. She's, so, you know, supportive mom. Hell yeah to the mom. Best, best mom. Come on. Facts. Um, uh, I mean, Rue's Rue's mom's great too, but I I love, I love that. uh, Lexi and Cassie's mom. She's, she's the best. Um, But then Maddie just gives gives her an ass. She goes up there and just fucking takes her down. She's like, oh no, this, this bitch needs (laughs) special, special shout outs. To the fucking uh, when they're in the hall and she slams Maddie's head against yeah. the fucking wall. That is the 
That is just the most like, oh, oh man, that's what I like to see. It was it was a very satisfying satisfying wall head slam. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, we were building it up, and you know we got it. Um, oh, we got it. Again, just like God, I just great. She's like, I, I'm not. I don't care. If this is a player. I'm gonna beat your ass because you and, know what it was coming to you. Uh, that's yeah, great, great scene. Just a great scene. Uh, Lexi continues the play and dedicates to uh, you know Fez without referring to his name. And the play concludes with uh, Rue's speech. Other God, the scene. Rue's speech at you know her you know father's passing and this very. Uh, I think this is one of the best. Which I can't say this is like, even though it's like the I don't like the how the Fed stuff ended, just the stuff with the play. I think with this specific scene where we have it a scheme where we think at first it's after the play with Rue and Lexi, like Rue talking to Lexi about like how I really how your play meant so much, much to me, and they have the scene about their friendship together and they discuss about uh, how they were raised. Uh, and how they, you know, relate to uh, one another, how much they care for each other. Uh, mm. But then it turns out that was a the part of the play. That was the ending of the the play. Actually, that scene never happened between the two. Right. Um, I think it's one of the best scenes of the the, the season, and I think it's just a great conclusion a thousand, conclusion to Rue's arc this season. Uh, I think it's. Just a really great scene, and also a great scene for for Lexi as well, because she's always been a character that's been uh, a bystander in a lot of situations. She feels invisible, but now she is visible. This play, I think, it, uh, it was a great scene for both uh, actresses, and I think both um, again, like just the give everyone these awards, man. Like uh, Maude Apatow and Zendaya, just great, just really well done performances um and uh yeah if it, don't we we get more we get uh we definitely get a, a little bit more uh we get um uh we get uh, we get uh yeah like we, we already talked about the fed stuff uh the yet uh ask Killed a police officer. We're just not. Uh, we want to go into that. Uh, yeah, but uh, Ashtray dies uh, during a shootout. Uh, but then we get Nate go to confront his dad with a gun and a flash, the flash drive. Um, and uh, this was a great scene. Um, yeah, I think th- even though I still didn't love the cold open for uh, Cal, I think this was. I see why it was needed in a way um, kind of um, where I think we're understanding a bit more about Cal's character and we're getting Nate to get his conclusion, his yeah, for, for Cal. I think this was a great scene in him. He doesn't like shoot him, but we're like, is he going to shoot him? But instead he calls the police. I thought that was a, a brilliant way to end it because I really thought he was going to kill him. Uh, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me for Nate because Nate is, 
he's uh pretty crazy um uh and talks about a lot of the trauma from a young young age and cal just doesn't know what to what to say um i thought that was a well done scene um where again this uh we're gonna we're gonna see Nate get some uh, probably talk. Come to up, it's it's probably to talk to the police uh, probably next season, uh, and another just great scene by Sydney uh, Sydney uh, Sweeney and Alexa Demi, where they're talking afterwards and after the ass whooping, they uh, she talks to Maddie about that Nate broke up with her. Uh, before she last out and said, Maddie tells Cassie that, oh, it's just the beginning. And I think, I think rather than just, because uh, I'm sure people probably wanted her to beat her ass some more, but I think that was, I think that was a great way to end their relationship. It's like, I've experienced exactly what you're about to experience. And let, give me, let me give you some friendly get out now um and she just leaves drop like a, a very drop the mic scene like that uh, was a love that scene uh it's the last time we see that uh those characters and finally we get jules confronts rue after the play uh and she tells her you know you know she loves and misses her no matter what everything that's been going on and Rue responds by kissing her on the forehead before leaving. And as she walks out of the school, Rue has, you know, narrates like she does and uh, that she managed to stay clean the rest of her school year and that uh, she's cautiously hopeful of the future, that Jules will be, that always be her first love. So all this is very much like she's not getting back together with Jules, which I think is the best uh, for both those characters. I think I agree. Because, yeah, we don't get a lot from Jules uh, this season, but it makes sense why we're not getting as much from Jules this this season, particularly. Uh, But I think season three, we will get a lot, like, how she's going to feel about their breakup now, what she's going to do. Because I I don't think they're necessarily... Maybe they're not just going to be, like, done forever. Like, maybe they'll be, be friends... Because I mean, I don't want either one of them to leave the show. Uh, I don't want. That. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that. But um, I definitely think that Jules will find somebody else or find what her path is in this next season. And I think, I think, uh, but yeah, I think those those are great endings. Of the sh- the I, I think this was a, at least a great ending of the show, uh, even though again, like or to this season, even though this, this wasn't a, a perfect episode. Like this is not the definitely best episode not. of the season. No, 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 definitely not. And, uh, this is kind of, you know, like final thoughts. How are you feeling about this, this season, Josh? Like I said before, uh, I, I love this season. Um, I do think the finale is probably actually one of the more weaker episodes yeah. overall. But that does not take away from the fact that I, I think this season is phenomenal, and I, I think that there's enough in the ending to still make it make it worth worth watching without without a doubt, without a, a fucking shadow of a doubt. I, I enjoyed my time 
throughout this whole thing. Um, I would specifically say the the last episode is the weakest just because uh, it, it has like the most least emotional um, ending, like like the emotional closure for a lot of these characters is a little left in the open. Um, but I still think it's extremely entertaining. So as a show, I, I do still think the finale um, is 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 pretty pretty on point with the entertaining factor. Uh, but I think the rest of the season just has so many highlights that that I'd recommend it to anyone. Honestly, uh, I think if you just like great great shows, great movies, whatever, uh, you should watch this. Uh, I think the characters are extremely interesting and well done, and defy the stereotypes that they're gonna uh, be put put in at first. Uh, at least you know for you know the way that I watched it, the way that I I kind of thought that it was gonna go. Um, and I just think that uh, it's a very well-written, very amazingly well-directed uh, piece of art. And like I said, everyone should, should definitely check it out. I would give it a 9 out of 10, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I very much love this season. Uh, definitely talking about it, I would say, despite its flaws. I probably feel the same about it with season one. Um, I don't remember what I – I think I gave season one – a four out of five. So I think my final rating for this, despite its flaws, I think I will give it a 4.5 out of five. I think we'll give it that. It's not a five. Um, I think it's because of those, 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 the, the payoff with, with Fez being weak. And I didn't necessarily think Cal's arc was as compelling uh, as they were really trying to make out to be. Right. Um, but I think talking about every other character, I think just with with Rue, um, I think she has even a stronger arc than she does this this uh, than last season. I think we're we're really getting into diving into the ugly parts of her uh, addiction in her relationships, how she views a lot of her relationships, and I even getting into more of where I said, I thought Cassie was also staying out last season, but I think we're getting into, I think she's even better this season where we're really getting diving into her, her character and Maddie's as well. Like what they view in relationships, how they, how Maddie differently, like doesn't need one right now. And she, finding out what she, she really needs in life and her contemplating on, Everything that happened, like her, I'm, I'm, I'm the most. I'll, I'll talk about what we hope for in the next season, but, uh, but with Cassie figuring out, like, being that like dependency on she needs this relationship, and with even, um, like, even though like Cat didn't get a lot of this this uh, season, I thought just a little bit we got with her with that scene with Ethan. I just thought was a a great scene. Um, even though her arc wasn't as strong as last season, I thought she had one of the best like character stories last season. But I th- I think her art was still you know memorable in this season. And I think developing Rue's family something that people that didn't really develop very much last last season. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing the two of them how they view 
relationship, how Ali view, views this, seeing their characters, developing Cassie and Lexi's mom, developing Lexi, a character who was just not in the, sh- the, the show very much last season. Her getting, I think she's one of the best characters of the, the, this season. Uh, I, I loved her, her arc and intertwining with the play and her giving everyone, trying to give them, telling her all of the, the characters' flaws that we view. I, I love that. And her relationship with Fez. And also developing Fez, where, I'll be honest, Fez was a character, I'm like, I like Fez fine. Uh, he's fine, he's not, I get why he's people's favorite characters, but I'm like, he's the, the drug dealer guy. I never thought that fucking old uh, drug dealing Fez was going to get an entire arc in this show and that I was going to care for Fez. Yeah. Um, so even though it didn't end well, uh, I still thought Fez overall was great. I thought Angus Cloud uh, did a great job. I think the whole cast did a, a really wonderful uh, job overall. Uh, I think, you know, like, like uh, last season, I think the cinematography is probably one of my favorite parts about this show. I, I love all the unique shots they take, the liberties they take with the show, the sets, the sets they build. Uh, Labyrinth score, I think, is even fucking better than the last score. Um, I, I think I loved so much of what they were tackling this season with all the other characters of what they're uh, going through. And I'm excited to see where their journey ends next this uh next season and uh, and also want to uh just shout out even like the new character elliot like uh it's one of those where like i i wasn't too familiar with dominic fight's uh music uh beforehand but he's definitely someone where i'll be honest even listening to him i'm like yeah, he's not necessarily my thing but I- i'm always like very up i'm always very shocked when i don't know why because i don't know why i Sometimes I pigeonhole people, but uh, I or stay in lanes. People could do whatever they want, but I'm always surprised when like an artist comes in uh, in the show and they don't play like a necessarily big role. But I instantly just fall in love with their their, their character. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's one of those guys where I don't. I, he's not a leading man, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna say Dominic Fike. I want to see him in a leading man role, but I wouldn't mind seeing Dominic Fike in other things. Uh, 100%. I think. I enjoyed him as much as I enjoyed like Joey Badass and Mr. Robot. I think I was getting like those vibes. I'm like, oh, okay. And even though we didn't get a cold opening of Elliot, which is something I, I, I wanted, I think that's okay because we got to at least know like I, he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be that kind of character. I I actually I do disagree a little bit. I, I think the next season we're gonna get a lot more Elliot. I just think that they left a lot up to interpretation with him um, for this season that I think they're going to expand on, you know, more later. But if they, if they don't, I still think that, that he served his purpose because what he does for the other characters, specifically ruined uh, mm. uh, uh, fucking Joel's um, was, was perfect enough. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to do anything more. I just, I feel like I got the impression that they maybe they'll, they'll expand on him a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, they probably will. I don't think this is, he's going to be gone forever, but I do think like we didn't need development for him this no, season. No, no, we did not. 
I think what he offers is he's a supporting role this season. And I think much like a lot of our supporting roles last season, like Fez and Lexi, I think right. we get like even Ethan. Uh, I think Ethan was a standout this, this season. All these supporting Definitely. roles for a while. And, the, you know, the families, they're going to get – he's going to get a lot more next season, I think, and we're going to experience that. That's what I was trying to say. I, I definitely yeah, don't I think that – no, you're, you're fine. Um, but, yeah, uh, the final uh, – yeah, my final rating for this is 4.5 out of 5. Highly recommend you watch the show on HBO Max. Uh, it's one of the best shows in television. I, everyone will tell you that, and it's the truth. Uh, I think it's – I think it's frankly the best show HBO has. Oh, well, I haven't watched The Sopranos, so I don't. I don't know. It says that show's great, but um, hey, maybe, maybe the Wire. Oh yeah, I, for, I forget the Wire <laughs> HBO show as well. Uh, but I think it's the it's the best show in television right right now. How's that? Like, I think that works. Yeah. I think it's I it's a great show. I think. It's, but it's a tough show. I think you need to realize that not only is it very entertaining, it is a drama, it is a teen drama, but it goes beyond that. And you need to accept that it is hyper-realized, but also you need to accept that it's going to touch on very um, depressing source material. It's mm-hmm. not going to be... There, there's no just bullshit drama in this, like a, like a Riverdale or like a, a, a whatnot. They're not going to be just tension just for the sake of tension or like oh my god someone just pulled a knife out or there's not going to be it's not going to be a soap opera like you, no. you need to understand that this will challenge be... this this will challenge you this will this will make you feel things uh yeah. that you don't necessarily want to feel <laughs> yeah you you're not gonna want to have these feelings uh a lot eh, most conversations i have with people about euphoria they usually always say yeah it's depressing I'm like, yeah, it is. Um, so he's got to set that. But I think if you can accept that, I think you will have a great time with the show. Um, I definitely would say if you're if you were waiting to be like, ah, well, is the show overhyped? It's not overhyped. I think it is. Sticks with the hype. It is as good as people say it is. Uh, I highly highly recommend it. Um, but final final thing because we. We have been talking quite a bit about the show. It's just a good show. It's a really great show. This Damn is a great, show. great season. Very easy to talk about. I kind of want to end the show with like talking about what we think the future of season three will have. What are our predictions? Ooh. Uh, I'll, I'll start off. I think, I think, like I said, I think Jules is going to be a big character the next season. Um, I think we are going to. I think Rue is actually not going to get a lot this next season. I think we had two mm. really big seasons of her character where I don't th- I don't think she's going to I don't think she's going to go back. I don't think she's going to uh I think I think her saying that, you know, I got clean, I think she is going to be clean. I think she is going to stay clean throughout this show now. Uh at least this next season. I don't think she's going to get back to go to Jules. I think they will have some kind of relationship, but I, it, it will probably be maybe a friendship, maybe not. But I do think she's going to be hanging out with Lexi a lot more. I think they are going to – there is going to be 
uh, a scene where they are going to be talking to to Fez while he's in jail, and I think we, I think Definitely. Fez is going to be an important character in season three as well. I think we're going to see him where characters in jail are usually not my favorite things in the show, but I th- I think I think Sam Levinson will do it well. I think what Fez's arc will be in prison. Uh, I, I think we'll probably get new characters, like maybe we'll get a uh, a detective or somebody maybe t- try to take down the drug thing i do think like i said i think rue necessarily won't have as much i mean she still will be in the show but i don't think she's going to have necessarily stuff with um her addiction but she like her stuff with um laurie the uh the drug kingpin that's coming back that is definitely coming back she is going to get her kebabits and uh, it will tie into Fez's story as well, I think. And it might even tie to Lexi's. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see about that. Um, I think I think Rue is going to help Gia a lot this, this next season. I think Gia is going to be a focused character this season. And I think she's going to be that, that older sister because I think she wants to be. So I think she's going to help Gia a lot this, this season. Uh, I think Jewel's going to find uh, what she needs. I think Maddie will be a big character this next season of her discovering what she wants. I think we'll definitely discuss about the Nate and Cassie relationship that will continue on um, where they might get back together. They might not, but I think that will at least be a big discussion. Um, I think Kat, will pro- Kat and Ethan will probably be bigger characters. I definitely think Cat will because I think we we set up a lot for her where I think we she's also like a lot of these characters just really figure out what they want because I think they're about I think Rue was saying like I graduated high school as well. So I think we will see them graduating in this this final se- this season 3 which I I don't know. I, I don't want to say this is going to be the final season, but I think this might be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh um, but I, I do think they will. This will be the like their final year of high school, and we'll cut. They'll everyone's going to be figuring out what their life's going to be in adult adulthood. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of payoff to different different things. Definitely, what's going on with the with Nate Jacobs family? Um, yeah, and I definitely I hope we see. Fez and Nash's grandma wake up. Like, God, I hope we do. <laughs> uh, man, that would suck if she just fucking died in her sleep or something, or she's just forgotten. That's what I don't want to happen. That'd be a very, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. But yeah, that, those are all my big predictions. Um, there still will be some wild shit, of course. Uh, but, but Josh, what predictions do you have for this next season? Well, fuck, man. Uh, you kind of took all of them. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, I, I very much think pretty much everything you said is, is about what I think. Um, I, I hope, you know, uh, Elliot gets a little, little bit more uh, fucking time in the, in the sun. I, I just want to know more about him. There's just too many questions I have. Like, like, what? How is he just allowed in his house to just smoke and do all these drugs and just no, no one bothers him? We don't know anything about his parents. Like, 
I just got a lot of personal questions when it comes to Elliot. Uh, so not necessarily if the show needs to explore him, but just I, I want to see them explore him a little bit more. Um, I do agree with you. I think Rue's not going to be on drugs. Uh, honestly, I, I also do think that this might be the last season. I will say I will be and, – and I understand that, like, you know, drugs and, and stuff like that, you know, obviously there's – characters that they keep coming back to it and keep facing these problems over and over again but like i don't know if i really want to see another whole season dedicated to rue getting hooked on drugs again you know yeah. like, personally like i would agree especially since this great conclusion to that um, right and, and think... what i love a, just real quick what i love about yeah, the conclusion ahead. specifically is that it's not like a happy ending like it's yeah. pretty much a bittersweet ending, which is exactly Definitely. what it should be. So that's that's how I would like them to end that whole that that whole specific plot with and and, and character arc with her specifically is on a nice yeah. bitter bitter bittersweet note. Um, because yeah, I just I don't really want to see a whole whole another season with that. Yeah, I don't think we will. I think she'll definitely. We'll still probably see her in rehab. I think we'll get we'll see her get a lot more personal with a lot of people and more people about what she did in her past. I mean, definitely because like I said, that she, she's definitely gonna get consequences for just losing all those drugs. Uh, uh, but I, I think she'll definitely discuss, I think we're, she's going to kind of get personal with her. her father. I think we're, she's going to get some kind of closure for her father's death. Um, mm. Or she, she does in a way in this season. I think she definitely, by seeing Lexi's play, um, but I, I think we'll probably discuss that a little bit further, maybe. Um, but I, I definitely think think uh, Rue is going to experience a lot uh, of consequences through just this entire show that she's just right. the shit she's done. And I also think she's going to try to help, try to be a better person. But it's just not going to work out for her because everything she's done. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think that, but um, yeah, but um, the final, final thing, uh, Josh, I'm just curious, who is currently your favorite character? Uh, and, and if you if you don't have a specular favorite, give me like a top three, uh, and like right now, and then who do you think will be your your favorite character the next season? Oh man. <laughs> All right, let me. Obviously, I'll go with the top three. I'll go with the top three. It's yeah. too hard for me to pick a pick a pick a number one. Of course. Um, I I do think Rue is is definitely in the top three without a doubt. Um, we just have so much time with her. You know, we we get so much in personal detail about her, and just specifically watching her you know, get over her issues and, and try to become a, a, a better person and, and just everything we, we get to experience with her. She, she has to be in that top three for me, um, without a doubt. Uh, next, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with Nate. Honestly, I'm just, I'm always glued to the screen when Nate's on Nate's on the screen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I actually think that if Nate keeps going down the path that he's going, he could have potentially the best, redemption arc of this entire show um because like he 
I, I, I think his dad getting in his head about about everything in his life really kind of set him down the destructive path that he was on with season one in the beginning of season two. I think him turning him in, him, you know, actually giving the CD over to uh, uh, fuck. Why do I literally always forget her name? Maddie. Matt. No, no. Yeah. Wait. No, are you, talking, no. are you talking about who gives the CD or t- he takes Sorry, it from Maddie and gives it to Jules? Gives it to Jules. Gives it to Jules. Yeah. I don't know why Jules is just a name I can't remember. Um, but just seeing him do that, like all these things, I think I think Nate has a chance to be actually my favorite character, like period. Uh, but we'll have to see with season three. I think season three is going to really kind of determine that. And then yeah. I will say three is going to have to be Fez. I just – his – his, his his whole story arc this this last season was just so charming. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got to really understand Fez as a character, and and you know I, I think he was definitely set up to be kind of like I understand why he is a lot of people's favorite because like the dude is just he's just a very uh, fun personality on the screen. Um, you know, when like like when everyone quotes the the scene with him and Cal, you know, mm. be like I don't even fucking. What, what the fuck are you even doing here, man? <laughs> like that that whole that whole scene and stuff. Just I these even moments that he has. I even love the scene where Ruse asking him for like fifty million dollars or something like that. He's just like immediately, hell no. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, Come on, yeah. man. And then he just goes again. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah, no. I love I I love all the little details and and, yeah. and scenes with with Fed specifically and. Uh, I I don't really know what Angus Cloud is going to be doing in the future, um, but this is definitely a role made for him, uh, without yeah. a doubt, and uh, I do think he kills it. Uh, when it comes to the future, I I think Ethan has a chance to be in the top three. Okay. Um, I who do you, who do you think your top next, top top three is going to be for next next team? We'll do we'll do top three as well. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So I, I think um, I think Ethan could be in the top three, and I I think okay. specifically for me because this season I, I I think I probably connected with Ethan the most, um, which you know for the few scenes that he had, there just there's something that happened, you know, him having the theater background and and stuff as well. Like these are all these are all things that that really kind of connected with me, and and I I I would love to see what they do with him next. I I really do. Um, so I think he has the chance to be in the top three. Um, I think. I mean, no disrespect to to, to Maddie or, or or Cassie. They're, they're obviously both phenomenal characters, yeah, and I would yeah, yeah. just based off of them, quite honestly. Uh, but uh, I I think Maddie is as as you've kind of been talking about or whatever. I I really love seeing the vulnerability of Maddie. Uh, this was something I was going to say earlier and kind of forgot about it. But one of my favorite things about Maddie and Cassie's relationship specifically is that. Like I said earlier, that Maddie or Cassie has a dependency problem and more is like want to worship, you know, someone, which is, you know, obviously Nate in this case. But she also has this secret confidence to her when, you know, she she wants to or when she feels like she's being attacked or, you know, someone's trying to fucking do some some shit to her. Like, obviously, her coming up on stage, that showed a lot of confidence. That showed that she was not going to just sit there and take, you know, uh, Mm. her sister just in her her eyes uh basically just calling all of her dirty laundry out you know what i mean like like i think that that was that was really cool 
to see from her perspective, at least because she, you know, she did try to take, take charge of that situation the best she could. And I think what Maddie was so cool about her is seeing when she is vulnerable. Um, the, the, the mom that, that she's babysitting, uh, like the, the conversations they have between them two, I think really shows the soft side of Maddie and just this fact that, you know, she does want to be loved. She wants to, she does want to find herself. Like these are, these are elements that I think r- makes her an extremely captivating character. And I think she can be in the top three. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, my final one, I'll, uh, oh wait, no, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah that's I'll, I'll, I'll go Nate, Ethan, and, and Maddie. So that's, okay. that's, that's, that's my pick. All right. All right. Solid. Uh, my three favorite right now are definitely Maddie, Rue. See, there's a lot of characters I really liked this season. Yeah, it's, it's also hard. It's a hard choice. It's a hard choice. Yeah, like, but honestly, dude, I don't. We didn't. Obviously, we didn't talk about him too much. But I feel like my third. I gotta go with Ali. Ollie, man, he's that's just, fair. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent fair. He's just the shit, man. Like, I love his just how much he cares about you know Rue and her family. How he's really trying to help them out, and you know, just his arc, like, or not necessarily arc, but him just this season and the special episode. I, I just think he's a he's a character I also didn't think I was gonna like because when he's first introduced, I'm like. Who the fuck is this guy? Who is this right. guy? Right. Uh, but man, I, he's just the actor that plays him just such a great job. And I, I just think he's just, I, he, there's so much advice he has to give Rue, which I do think Rue is going to take that advice Ali gave and uh, give it to, G- to Gia this next season. And I just think this season, man, even though we don't get him a lot, I think he really does help out a lot and I, I, I like that uh, so I, I think I gotta I gotta give it to Ollie for just this 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 season I think we would uh, we would definitely be talking I'd be definitely talking about different characters if we were talking about season one but season two I, I kind of really like I liked Ollie even though he was in a small amount he did enough for me where I, I think I I I want to I wanted to give him the the shadow he deserves. He's I, definitely a character I, we didn't I, talk I, too much about. I I definitely agree. I think uh, that's 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 really fair. <laughs> yeah, quite honestly. And next season, uh, because the first season, pro- I'm probably gonna some of the, my favorite characters in the first season will probably be some of my favorite characters in this season as well. Uh, I think Jules for sure. I think Jules will definitely be a character. I'm gonna, you know, the reason she's just not. Because she just doesn't have a, a lot this season, yeah. You know? Yeah, she just she didn't have have a lot this season, but uh, you know, Jules but, is great. But next, I think she's gonna kill. I, I think she's gonna be one of my favorite characters. Maddie, I th- I think Maddie will just be my favorite character next season, without out a doubt, not even a question. Uh, I'm I'm confident. I'm confident in, in Maddie's character. We're setting a lot of things up for Maddie, and she's the arc I'm looking forward to the most. Her, and then I would say Jules as well. I'm really looking forward to both these characters' arcs and where they're gonna go next. As well as the other characters, like obviously I'm excited for where Rue's going next and Nate and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would say other for a third character who I think will be my favorite. I think I'm gonna go with ooh. I don't know. 
Probably just those two. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Nate, because I'm I'm with you. I, I think he's going to get a lot of closure this this next season. I think, he, but I also think he's going to get comeuppance. Like, rude. Oh, like you don't you don't threaten oh, somebody's yeah. life and just get, get away with it. Um, so I do think we're going to get a lot of payoff for that. But I, I do think Nate is going to be a character where he's just going to have a cliffhanger a lot of the time, like this season, where I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, did he just do that? Or oh, did this happen to him? So, right. I feel, you know what? No, I'm. I, I think it's gonna be Fez because I think you know he's gonna mm. he's gonna be. We're gonna see a different side of Fez where we're not gonna see just the cool, the tough like. Um, we're not gonna see like the that tough like the the side, the cool side of, of Fez, yeah, but he's just he's, very chill. His he's brother no fun loving. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think he's going to. There's gonna be a lot to his character. I think because I know Angus Cloud has been, you know, like acting a lot more. He's been doing a lot more work than he did before when he first entered the show. I think he's going to just be a better actor with the experience he has, but also the character will be understand better. I think with his dynamic with Sam Levinson, I think he kept him alive for a reason. Uh, I I I agree. I do agree. I do think, even though I loved Fez this season, I think just because how his arc ended, I can't put him as one of my favorites. But I think next season, I, I do think it's going to be... It's Even though I didn't like it, I think it will ultimately... I think I'll be okay with it in the end because I think there's going to be some great payoff next season with Fez. Because uh, I think... Uh, he's, a, he's a character I'm really looking forward to and I think he is going to have some great payoff this season where he is also going to ha- He's going to have to have a redeeming... Are because he's going to be in prison, you know. Like I, yeah. he's going to have I, a lot to think about. I hope it's not just a scene, you know. Like no. that, that was that that was kind of my concern is that we're just not going to see Fez until maybe the 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 end of the of of next season, and it's just going to be one time in the prison. I hope not. I could see it not being big. I could see him occasionally appearing here and there. Uh, like maybe when characters need his like Rue or Lexi, maybe they need his advice on something right like that i hope it's not just that i hope we get to see the entire scene but i think because we set up so much with the the drug you know outcome i do think i do think we're gonna get a new character that's a detective that is gonna talk to fez i think fez is going to have to going to have to be a snitch i i i think i think that i i feel it i think we might even get characters like oh i just thought about this Wait, isn't there? Oh no, I was thinking about different show. No, my my bad, but I, I, <laughs> I don't. For a second, I was about to watch the character from Cobra Kai, but I'm like, nope, that character's not in the show. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think there's. Uh, if you know, you know. Uh, I think there. Whoa. I think. I think Fizz is gonna have a click in prison. I think we'll get new characters as well. Maybe they'll be just goofy side characters maybe they'll be well-developed characters i don't know but i i think fez will have a his own like arc this this season this next season and i think it will revolve around a lot of new characters mm. um so i do think fez will be my uh one of my favorite characters next season because i'm just gonna be so compelled by his his you know redemption or and what he's gonna do next 
Right. He doesn't have a lot of options now. No, he does not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I hope you you all listen to this. Is the, I haven't had a long episode like this in quite a while, so I hope you all enjoy this. And you know, Asha, thanks for being on uh, absolutely show, and hope to have you on uh, next time, probably for absolutely uh, a, a more goofy discussion probably next time we'll, we'll yeah, this, see. this was a this is a heavy one you know yeah it was a heavy discussion but it was good uh i agree great show I agree. good uh, talking to you man for sure um thank you all for listening again my final rating for for the show is a 4.5 out of 5 you can watch euphoria season one the two special episodes and season two now on hbo max go give it a watch uh absolutely Until next time, I will see you all later.